Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you today in, in, in worship, in holy worship, God. Uh, we need your divine word. We need your divine spirit to come upon us today to lead us and guide us, God, to give us direction, God, in all things that we do, all things that we say, and how we treat others and how we love others, God. Bless those lives that are here, those lives to come, those lives that are on live stream, God. Bless them, God, for tuning in today to hear your word, to fellowship, God. We thank you, Lord, and I pray that you move me aside and bring forth your holy word to encourage your people this morning. And the church said, amen, amen. hallelujah, amen, amen. The promise of God's guidance. The promise of God's guidance. Isaiah 48, 17. This is what the Lord says. Your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, I am the Lord, your God, who teaches you what is good for you and leads you along the paths you should follow. Amen? Let us allow God to direct and guide us in the way that we should go. God instructs Israel on how to live in a way that it is good, that it is for their own good. And God wants to instruct us in our way to live that is for our good. Amen? Amen. The promise of God's guidance. Have you ever found yourself not knowing which direction to go? Not knowing what to do with your life? When circumstances arise in your life that causes you to be uncertain about the direction of your life. Uncertainty on which path to take in life. What should I be doing right now? What should I be doing right now? What, am I doing enough? Am I doing enough? Am I doing what's right in God's eyes? Am I doing what's right in God's eyes? What should I be doing with my time? What should I be doing with my time? We have to make these choices and decisions, church, every single day. Every single day. And the pressure can be, honest, can be a bit overwhelming. A bit overwhelming. You may be facing a family situation that you can't, really, uh, you know, get a handle on. You can't really get a handle on, you know. We have to make the tough decisions about our future, about our jobs. Should we stay or should we go, right? You know, or even, you know, what, what are my gifts? What are my gifts? Where should I be serving? Where should I be serving? How can I best use my gifts and my life to glorify God? To glorify God. Because we know that one of the biggest fears of us Christians is that we fear that we may miss out on the will of God for our lives. Or maybe we make a decision that goes against God's will for us, right? And we make a decision that may mess up everything may destroy our futures, right? 
And so all of these circumstances and situations, church, may cause doubt, may cause us to be uncertain about any decision that we may face. It may put a pause on our life because we are uncertain. We don't know which way to go. We don't know directly who to go for answers. But our Father wants to take that pressure off of us. Our Father wants to take that pressure off of us. Thankfully, thankfully, no matter how uncertain you may feel, church, the outcome of every situation is known to God. God already knows the outcome of every situation. And God promises to never leave you or forsake you if you draw near to him. He promises to never leave you or forsake you if you draw near to him. His children are never alone. You are never alone. Your future is in God's hands. Your very future is in God's hands. And if our future is in God's hands, what do we do? We seek God. We seek God. Hallelujah. Isaiah told us that the Lord says that you don't have to try to figure out this life on your own. You don't. That God teaches you what is good and leads you along the path of life that you should follow. Hallelujah. God promises his guidance for his children. And we're all God's children through Christ Jesus. Am I right? Amen. Amen. The first thing we must do to receive God's great guidance, church, is we open up our hearts. We open up our hearts to Jesus, the Son. Open up our hearts. Besides the benefit of salvation through Christ, there are many other great benefits. And one of the most important ones is guidance. Guidance. Jesus told his disciples to what? Follow me. Follow me. They wanted better lives. Follow me. Follow me. See, a lot of us gave our lives to Christ for this very reason. For this very reason, because we needed guidance. We needed guidance. We tried this life on our own, and it didn't go well. So we cried out to God for his help. Cried out to God for his help. And if you haven't been there yet, just as the elders say, keep on living, right? <laughs> keep on living. Keep on living. So we receive Christ into our lives as Lord and Savior, and he comes to live where? Within our hearts. He comes to live in our hearts. He resides in our hearts. His dwelling place. Is in our hearts, church. Amen? Amen. When we open up our hearts for Jesus to live, and now his spirit, the Holy Spirit, now lives within us. God's very own spirit lives within us. And his job, his job, sent by God as a promise for accepting his son, is to guide us and lead us with God's wisdom, God's understanding, and God's truth in every decision and choice that we make. Amen? 
And so the decisions and choices we make, church, that we, we, it will show evidence. It will show the evidence of us uh, opening up our hearts to Jesus, right? Or not. Or not. We understand that the, the choices we make tells everyone who is leading us, who is guiding us, who is directing us. Either it's us or it's the, the, the spirit of the living God within us, right? So we accept Christ in our hearts. What that says? That says we trust God. We trust God. We're telling God, God, we trust you. We accept your son into our lives to change our lives. So, God, we trust you. And that's absolutely the best choice that anyone, any of us, can make. And anybody who tells you different is leading you astray. Is leading you astray. We ought to trust in God. Trust in God. Because sometimes we have situations or circumstances that come about in our lives that is greater than our own understanding. That is greater than our own understanding. And we need that divine guidance from God. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 tells us that. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you. <laughs> he will show you which path to take. When facing decisions, we have a choice, right? We have a choice. Do we lean on our own understanding, which is very limited, very limited, or we trust the Lord? Or we trust the Lord? Do we try to figure things out on our own that causes us stress, headaches, anxiety, depression? Or do we seek the Lord? Do we seek the Lord? When we are facing any decision, church, we should what? We should acknowledge him. Acknowledge him. We should seek his will. Acknowledge the one who lives in our hearts. Acknowledge him. Trust the Lord with all your heart. Trust that the Lord lives in your heart, meaning we look to him. We look to him for our understanding. In any and every situation or circumstances, we look to him, the one that lives in our heart, for his understanding. The word says, I look to the Lord for help. I wait confidently for God to save me, and God will certainly hear me. God will certainly hear you. He will certainly hear you, church. We are to seek his will in all we do, in all we do. And you pray to the Lord. You ask the Lord to guide you, to guide you. Lord, guide me, Lord. I need guidance in my life. Guide me. Surrender your will to God's will and pray for his guidance, church. His guidance, his guidance. Lord, show me your very will, Lord. Show me your will. And when it's time for us to make those tough decisions, God will show you which path to take. He will show you which path to take. That's the God we serve, church. That's the God we serve. But we often make the mistake 
of only wanting God's guidance when life gets tough. When life gets tough. When we tell God, please, God, take this situation. I can't handle it, God. I can't handle it. Because in the first place, it probably wasn't for you to handle anyway, right? Anyway. We have to allow God to be God in our lives. We have to allow God to be God in our lives. We must accept when things uh, happen out of our control, things that we don't understand, we have to give it to God. We have to give it to God and allow him to give us the understanding of the things that we have no control over, that we don't really understand, church. He is the God of all understanding. Why wouldn't we lean on him? He is the all-knowing God. Why wouldn't we go to him for guidance and advice to direct our lives, right? Trust the Lord with all your heart and allow him to show you which path to take. God loves you. God loves you. And if you love him back, then Romans 8.28 tells us this. And we know that God causes everything, everything, to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. Romans 8.28 is a promise for your good. It is a promise for your good, church. It's a promise that God works for your good in all things. Not some things, in all things, every area of your life. God does not want to leave you lacking in any area of your life. It means that no matter the circumstances, he works for the good of those who love him. No matter the circumstances. If you love God, he's working for your good. Do anyone love God this morning? Well, he's working for your good. He is working for your good. Whatever you are going through right now, he's working for your good. Hallelujah. He's behind the scenes working for your good right now. Whatever you're going through, God is working for your good on your behalf. On your behalf. Hallelujah. 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 You got to know that, church. You got to know that. You might don't see it, but God is working on your behalf. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Whatever you're going through, he is working. Some say he is moving. He's up to something right now. Right now. Right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wow. Trust in that. Trust in that. If you don't trust in nothing else, church, know that if you love God, he is working on your behalf. Whatever it may be, whatever it may be, he is working on your behalf. Yes. If you love God, he's working on your behalf. You can rejoice that he will never lead you astray. You can rejoice that God will never lead you astray, church. That his word is true. You can rejoice in that. You can read the word of God and know that he will never lead you astray. You can give his word back to him. Give his word back to him. God, you said you would never leave me nor 
forsake me, almighty God. Give his word back to him. His word never returns in vain, church. Never. That's a promise to you. It's a promise to us. A promise. God only wants the best for you, church. He only wants the best for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because he sees the best in you. God only sees the best in you. So he wants the best for you. The song says everyone else sees the worst in you, and God sees the best in you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That is why we're not on God's level. <laughs> we see everybody, folks. Everybody, folks, but our own sometimes, right? That's right. God loves us all in our faults. He wants to make us better people. Better people. God will take you by the hand. He will take you by the hand, church, and guide you into the best pathway of your life. If you let him, if you allow him, he will take you by your hand and guide you into the best path of your life. If you let him, open up your heart to him. Open up your heart. And one of the ways God has blessed me, he has given me confidence that he will lead me. That he will guide me. And these promises, church, keep me from being afraid. They keep me from, from worrying. My life is in God's hand. My life is in God's hand. So I tend not to worry. I tend not to be afraid. Because God has to complete this work that he started in me. He has to complete it. He has to bring it to a completion. And I trust that God will protect me. I trust that God will provide for me. I, pr I trust that God will lead me and guide me. And if you love God, you ought to feel the same way for your lives. The same way. The same way. God guides through the principles and examples of the Bible. The Bible is the go-to source for those of us seeking guidance in our lives. The Bible is the go-to source for us seeking guidance in our lives. From the wisdom of the Bible, the knowledge of the Bible, Scripture can make, make, uh, allow us to make better decisions, to be better people, better choices, as we navigate through this sometimes dark world, right? Second Timothy, all scripture, all scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people, that's us, his people, to do every good work. That's how important it is. If we trust God to lead us and guide us, and one of the ways that he does that is through his word, then we must read our Bibles faithfully. We must read our Bibles faithfully to seek God's 
guidance because God give it to us to teach us what is true, to make us realize what is wrong and correct us to do what is right. Paul states that the scriptures are inspired or breathed out by God. God breathed out his holy word to equip us to do every good work. He gave his word so that it may lead us and guide us to do that good work. The entire Bible, church, is about God's guidance for his people as a whole and also as individuals. Individuals. Psalms 32. David gives the word of caution to sinners. He says that the way of sin will certainly end in sorrow, which what? We all know. And then in verse 8, he shares a word of comfort, a word of comfort to the saints, hoping that we and they may see that a life in communion with God and a way in God is far better than the way of sin. He says this, the Lord says, I will guide you. The Lord says, I will guide you along the best the best pathway of your life. He says, I will advise you and watch over you. Hallelujah. 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 Do you know who's watching over you when you decide to go against God's will? Do you when you decide to go your own way in life, who's watching over you? Nobody. Nobody. The enemy is waiting for you. That's what the Bible says. He prowls around like a roaring lion, waiting for us to go our own way against God. <laughs> waiting. Waiting. You have no protection going against God. You are not protected. You're not covered going against God, church. You're not. You're not. That's why God wants to guide us, because he knows that you will be left out. You will be left out for the wolves in sheep clothing. The Lord says, I will guide you along the best, the best pathway of your life. Who doesn't want that? Hallelujah. I will advise you and watch over you. Hallelujah. What a promise. What a promise. Only a fool will turn that down. Only a fool will turn that down. And I remember I was that fool. I remember I was that fool, right? By the grace of God, hallelujah. By the grace of God, our Heavenly Father instructs and counsels us in the way we should go. Our Heavenly Father instructs and counsels us in the way we should go. God himself promises to instruct and teach his children. The God who has infinite wisdom, the God who knows all things from the beginning to the end, promises to be our personal counselor. Hallelujah. Our personal counselor. Advise us, counsel us. And God says he will not take his eyes off of us. He will not take his eyes off of us. Not even for one second. 
Not even for one second. He will watch over you. He will watch over you, church. God will never forget to lead you. Never. He will never forget to guide you. <laughs> he will never leave you in a hot car. No. <laughs> he will never forget to hold your hand walking across the street. No. He will never leave you alone, church. He will never leave you alone. Our Heavenly Father instructs and counsels us in the way that we should go. So that means we must seek him. We must listen. We must spend that quiet time before the Lord and let the Spirit just pour into us. The Bible says the Spirit, the Holy Spirit within us is doing what? Only what he is told to do. The Spirit instructs us only by the direction of God. Only by the direction of God, the Spirit instructs us. So when that voice comes, that little still voice that tells you the right things, the correct things to do in life, know that that's God speaking, church. Know that that's God speaking to you. Yes, you. Yes, you. Yes, me. Yes, simple old us, God is speaking. God is speaking. You have to trust it, church. You have to believe it. God is speaking. The psalmist says this in 119. Your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If I was in a dark cave, couldn't find my way, the one thing I'd be wishing for is a flashlight to light my path when I walk. But God... God has given us something far better. God has given us far, something far better when this world gets dark and gloomy on us and we can't seem to find our way. God has given us something far better and it's not a flashlight. It's his word, church. It's his holy word. It's his holy word. If we spend time in God's word, he promises to lead us and give us wisdom and speak. Speak to us, to guide us through that darkness, to guide us through that darkness. Um, it comes to mind uh, when, when some, I know some, somebody who, who anytime they get in a, in a scary situation, you know, they plead the blood of Jesus. <laughs> they get scary. They, they even walk into a, a dark house. They plead the blood of Jesus and walk through the house. <laughs> How can you go wrong with that? <laughs> the name of Jesus is our very weapon, right? It's our very weapon. <laughs> God's word, the Holy Spirit church will bring to our remembrance when we need it. God's word, the Holy Spirit will bring to our remembrance at the moment, at the time when we need it. When our lives get dark and we feel as though we may be slipping into a depression or anything, the Spirit encourages us to rise up, to rise up and walk in the light of Christ. When we are tempted, when we are tempted to sin, he reminds us to flee from temptation. When we are tempted to sin, 
He reminds us to flee from that temptation. Leave. Go away from it. Turn away from it. Especially if we're not strong enough. He reminds us of these things. He always gives us a what? A way out. A way out. How good is that? You always have a choice. Always. God always gives you a choice. He leaves the door open for you when you need a way out. The door is open. Don't worry about what man says. God opens the door for you to get away, to flee that temptation of sin, to flee it. When we face the uncertainty, he brings to our remembrance to commit our way to the Lord. When we're stuck in a situation and we don't know which way to go, commit your way to the Lord. Commit your way to the Lord. Let that resonate. Commit your way to the Lord. We can't go wrong by being led by the Spirit of God. We can't go wrong by being led by the Spirit of God. That should be all our prayers. Holy Spirit, lead me. Do not let me move without your guidance. Do not allow me to make this decision without your guidance. God guides through the wise counsel of others. He guides through the wise counsel of others. Those others may be our fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. Christian friend that you may confide in. A pastor or anyone that you know has a deep, intimate, close relationship with God, who obeys God. We know oftentimes that God places people in our lives to, 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 to confirm what he has spoken to them, right? Yeah. Proverbs 12, 15 says this, Fools think their way, their own way is right. Fools think their own way is right. And I stand before you, and I used to think this very thing. And the Bible says I was a fool. I was a fool. And I agree. <laughs> After knowing what I know now, I agree. That God's word is the truth. <laughs> he says, but, but the wise listen to others. The wise listen to others. And I'm so thankful, I'm so thankful that I learned to close my mouth and just open my ears sometimes, right? Yeah, yeah. The wisdom, the godly wisdom we have in this very house. Understand that God did not uh, ordain any of us to be here without a purpose. Understand that. We are not gathered together without purpose. We're not gathered together to not fellowship, to not talk to one another. Every one of our lives are different. Do you know how much wisdom that's in the room? Yeah. Do not forget to sake, never forsake the gathering of the saints. We may just learn something. We may just learn something, church. God guides through the answering of our prayers, the answering of our prayers. We pray, church, and we wait. We pray, 
and we wait. We ask and we wait. We ask and we wait. We knock and we wait. <laughs> we knock and we wait. We seek and we wait. We seek and we wait, church. Matthew 7. Keep on asking. This is Jesus. Keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks, receives. Everyone who seeks, finds. And to everyone who knocks, the door will be open. What a promise. What a promise. What a promise. Hallelujah. What a promise. This is a promise. Jesus said, ask and you will receive what you ask for. He didn't say it, ask and you might receive. No. He said, ask and you will be given. He said, keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and that door will be open to you. Don't give up. Don't give up. The timing is up to God. Don't give up. The timing is up to God. Keep on knocking. Keep on seeking. The timing is up to God, and we know we serve an on-time God, right? Amen. We serve an on-time God, right? Amen. That's right. It may not happen when you want it to, but it's going to happen Amen. when it needs to, right? Amen. 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 We know if we're seeking God's guidance, he's going to give it to us at that moment of need. At that very moment of need, he's going to give it to us. How many of us been in that situation? <laughs> At that very moment of need, that pink slip for put, be put on your door. <laughs> and you say, hold up, here go the payment. <laughs> Jesus said, everyone who asks will receive, not some. Not some, but everyone who believes. See, church, God wants to point you in the right direction every single day. Every single day. Are we willing to seek God's guidance? Are we willing to seek God's guidance? Do we have to move ourselves, our smart selves, out of the way sometimes? Our intelligent, uh, all-knowing selves out of the way and seek God, the all-knowing God. And then he goes on in verse 9 through 11. He says, you parents, if your children ask for a loaf of bread, do you give them a stone instead? <laughs> Jesus is something else, right? <laughs> or if they ask for a fish, do you give them a snake? Of course not, he says. So if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give good gifts to those who ask him? The good gifts, the good gifts is wisdom, knowledge, understanding, guidance. <laughs> Jesus roots this promise in the truth that God is, is, is the perfect, most loving, most generous father of all. That's what this says, that God is the most generous, loving, giving father of all. He says that 
the earthly fathers who love their children wouldn't give them a stone if they asked for bread. Now, fathers, we wouldn't do that. We wouldn't do that, right? Even though we are sinful people, even if we didn't believe in God, we would still generally give our kids good gifts, good advice for their way, right? Yeah, yeah. Then how much more would our Heavenly Father, who is infinitely kind and generous, give us the gifts that we ask for? How much more, right? Hallelujah. 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 The creator of every good and perfect gift. One of my kids asked me for, for guidance. I will, I will do my best to direct them in the right path that they should go, to give them the best advice that they should go, because I want them to be blessed. I want them to be happy. I want them to make the right decisions in life. So how much more will God do that for us? How much more will God do that for us, church? God wants you to have the most joyful, satisfying life in him. Not apart from him. In him, church. And as we prepare to close, Psalms 37. The Lord directs the steps of the godly. He, he delights in every detail of their life. The Lord directs the steps of the godly. He, he delights in every detail of their life. This verse makes life so simple. So simple, church. If we delight ourselves in the Lord and his way, he will direct our steps. If we delight ourselves in the Lord, he will direct our steps. He will lead us and he will most certainly guide us. And in verse 24, he says this, though they stumble, they will never fall, for the Lord holds them, hallelujah, by the hand, hallelujah. We know this, that our lives have setbacks, that we are going to face setbacks in this life, but the word tells us that the righteous will not stay down for long. That the righteous will not stay down for long. If you stumble, you won't be down for long. God has a grip on your hand, church. God has a grip on your hand to pull you back up. To pull you back up. Though you fall, you will not be overwhelmed. Though you fall, you will not be overwhelmed because the Lord holds you up with that righteous right hand. That righteous right hand, you will not be overwhelmed, church. It's like this. If we live the way God wants us to live, there is no need to worry. If we live the way God wants us to live, there's no need to worry about this life. None. None. He promises to lead us and guide us. Amen? And in the words of our brother who is in the glory of, of the Lord, Charles Stanley, one of his famous sayings is that if we obey God, we leave the consequences of life to him. We make life simple, church. Not hard. Simple. Obey God. Leave the consequences of life to him. That kills all the worry, all the fear. Hallelujah. 
That's when you trust God. You trust God with all your heart. We read that scripture, but do we trust God with all our heart, everything in us? If I know I'm in the will of God, I'm not worried. I'm not afraid. No. Whatever happens, God is in control. God is in control. Hallelujah. And when you see people who live that way, it's not an arrogant way to live. No. No. That's trusting God. That's trusting God. That this life would not overwhelm me. The despair would not come and overwhelm me. The things that I see will not overwhelm me. The Lord himself went through these same, same things as an example for us. So we too can be overcomers. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Obey God and leave the consequences up to him. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Let us pray. Father, we, we come to you, Father, and say thank you for this appointed time, Father. Thank you for your holy scriptures, Father. Your holy word, God, that, that you left for us, God, to lead us, to guide us, to give us instruction in this life, God. I know there's a lot of lost people who, I wouldn't say lost, but seem to be lost, Father. And, Father, sometimes I'm one of them, and I need your guidance every day, God. I need your guidance every day. I need your presence, God. I know that you live within my heart. And I pray, Holy Spirit, that I lean on you every single day, that I don't take my own path in this life, but I allow you to direct my steps, direct my steps in your glory, God. Direct our steps in your glory, God. Holy Spirit, remind us. Remind us who lives within us. Remind us when those tough decisions, those circumstances, situations come upon our life. Remind us that you are there. Take hold of our hearts, God. Because sometimes we don't know what to do. We don't know within ourselves which direction to go. So Holy Spirit, allow us to come to the throne of grace and ask God for direction. Ask God for guidance. Father, I ask that you just love on your people this week, God. Those that are live streaming, you love on them. Love on the families, God. And if there's decisions to be made within the family uh, about work, about future, about our kids, about marriage, any situation, God, I pray that we all just come to you and depend on your guidance for every decision, God. And I pray, well, I know that you will lead and direct us in the way that we should go. Lord, we love you. We thank you for this time together, Lord, in worship, in worship, God. I pray that we have glorified you today, God, that we have honored you today, God. We lift up your holy name. In Jesus' name we pray. These altars are open. Amen.